0: I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I am so thankful that Michelle has nominated Dr. Henry Stevenson as a game changer. And Dr. Stevenson is here with us to talk a little bit about his passion, the type of medicine he does, and why he's so passionate about helping his patients heal to the best of his ability. So thank you, Dr. Henry, for joining us and congratulations on your Game Changer Award. Thank you.
1: Yes. Um, I'll, I've, um... I've been when I graduated too many years ago, um, <laughs> I, I found that initially I didn't have a real lot of tools to work with. You know we were given antibiotics and anti-inflammatories, and I guess I was trying to repair things and put things right with those medicines and and I, I found such a limited toolbox, and then, People that I, I was treating their dogs over a long period of time would come in and say, oh, i fixed that. And I would mm. say, how do you fix that? You know, and this would be happening with especially things like chronic skin disease and where they were coming to see me and getting uh, cortisone, uh, you know, steroid and antibiotic continually. And then they would come back and say, oh, that's fixed. And I said, oh, how did you do that? I was always interested in, in something different. And uh I remember a few people coming in and saying, "Oh, I fixed it with this homeopathic stuff and mm. I'd say, "Can you look what is it?" And I started um studying that and uh from there i, I realized that that i was was had only been given a, a limited toolbox by my by my uh, education yeah. and uh, so I started studying everything that I could, everything that seemed to Instead of just suppressing or, or you know holding down the system and stopping symptoms from appearing, I began to look at the animals and think, "Well, hang on you're not yeah. stupid you've made this disease in an attempt to heal yourself, and I assume that the vital force that's filling the the being is, is doing the best that it can and so I started looking at things in a different way like well, you've done this. Uh, I'm not going to just try and stop it. I'm going to try and help you to heal it. And with the assumption that that being is way smarter than any medicine that I can find. And so, you know, I, I, I watch what the animal is doing and I try and help them with it. Whereas prior to that, I'd been looking at what the animal was doing and just stopping it so we have wonderful medicines to stop disease we have wonderful medicines to stop inflammation we have wonderful medicines to kill germs but even that i thought over the years i came to think well hang on killing germs that's well and good but does that strengthen the being i mean if you continue to have your germs killed and your germs killed gradually gradually that weakens you and and not just by Ruining your gut and taking out your liver, but it, it teaches your system not to actually work and not to kill its own Jones And I always think of, of anti-inflammatory medicine in a similar way. I think um, you know that we have a pain and and take it away, and then with, with a, a non-steroidal thing or a painkiller of some sort, and then we have another pain and we take it away. And I think sometimes we train even ourselves from a young age and they have children and give them Panadol for this and Panadol for that. And I call it the uh, the autoimmune Olympics. So I think that that sometimes we're training our bodies not to make a response, whereas, you know, we should be looking at what the body is doing and trying to help that do it and get it done and fix it. How can I strengthen you so you can do what you're trying to do? And this is the he, thing is Everyone will and every being will react in a different way. Yes. So, yes. You know, you, you might get even a, a, a dog disease like parvovirus, and one dog will vomit, one dog will get diarrhea, one dog will get diarrhea with blood. One, you know, this everyone will react differently from mm-hmm. the same force being applied. And so we need to, as vets, when we're treating, we need to be re, to, to treat using alternative medicine is a really, really difficult road. It's a, you know, whereas before, all you wanted to do was, oh, he's vomiting, I'll give him an anti-vomiting. Oh, he's got diarrhea, I'll give him an anti-diarrhea medicine. When you become an alternative practitioner, it's a very hard road. You have to look, when is the vomiting? How is the vomiting, What sort of diarrhea is it? Is he straining? Is he sick? Is he gonna bite me? You know, I have a different medicine for an ax murderer to a saint. And I, and I have everything in between. So it, 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 I can see why all the vets are not using this work because yeah. well, to suppress is easy. To cure is very, very difficult. And you it have is a lot of years of experience. You have to study endlessly. You have to be deeply into it to, to watch the vital force and what the body is doing. You know, even when an animal comes to see me, I'm straight away looking at the, at the coat, and I think if an animal is good and healthy, it will make a strong, shiny coat with a deep colour. Mm-hmm. And so many of the animals that come in to see me will have, you know, discoloured coats. It'll be dry and dandruffy. And although they're not necessarily sick, you can see that there's no excessive energy because I always think of the outside, if a dog's making a beautiful coat with a strong colour, well, then, that is fr- that's a frivolous thing for a being to do to make a lovely coat. It's not going to help you in your life. It's not going to help you in any way. It's purely for show. And so, when I'm looking at that right from the start, I'm thinking, do you have extra energy to spend on a frivolous thing, or are you battling? And this is a thing that I see because all day on most of my work is treating cancer cases or. Cancer yes. Cases. And yes. often the will come to see me and and they won't have any hair on their belly. And I'll say, Oh, did he just have an ultrasound done? And I say, Oh, yes, he had an ultrasound done six months ago. And I'll look, there's no hair grown back. And I think, well, there you go. This being is very, very busy, deep inside, trying to look after something and has no extra energy
0: to go it's and make so- sense a question for you Henry when yeah. you came you were like me you graduated from veterinary school you were very inquisitive yeah and i believe that i have wondered many times every veterinarian i know has been presented with cases from their clients saying i just fixed my own animal that you couldn't fix and I have wondered, I'm like you being curious and having a drive and a passion to fix my patients. Of course, the question would be, how did you do it? And if they tell me about an herb or a supplement or a technique or a modality that I was unaware of, I would research it to the hilt because I wanted to learn how and why that patient got better. What I find it interesting that not all doctors want to do that, that there are many, many doctors that hear about Modalities, treatment protocols that they are unfamiliar with. And instead of saying, hmm, it's curious to me that you fixed your own dog or that Dr. So and so used something I've never heard of to fix the patient, I think I'd like to learn more about that. But that is not necessarily the case. Oftentimes, there is more of a fixed mindset coming from other medical practitioners where their response is, I didn't learn that in veterinary school, therefore, or I looked to see what my other colleagues thought of it. And they have not used it either. You must be wrong. And I'm going to continue, even though I can't necessarily offer the patient anymore. And all I could offer would be euthanasia or amputation or some dramatic, potentially expensive procedure that maybe the client can't afford. They are unwilling to even look, I don't like the term alternative medicine at all, but they are unwilling to look at alternative modalities that aren't alternative medicines. It's a different way of healing, but Mm -hmm. even the term alternative medicine kind of connotates that there's correct medicine, and then there's a alternative. There is only medicine and how the body heals and responds, we can call it different types of medicine. I prefer a term called functional medicine, which means we start with, if it is a lifestyle rooted issue, then we start with the roots of lifestyle disease, dysfunction and degeneration, and we track backtrack how and why the body broke. If it's not genetic, probably something in the animal's immediate environment, let's go figure out what that is. And then use the least toxic modalities to try and stimulate a healing response and you are doing the exact same thing. What is it that you, I mean, why do you think some doctors just say, no, I am unwilling to expand my toolbox beyond what I learned? Do you think it is fear or do you think it is criticism that if they didn't learn it in vet school, it just must not, it must not be viable. And so therefore they should not be doing it. Where do you think the breakdown is in communication between different forms of doctors? I think
1: it's a really, it is a really difficult thing, Matt. And uh, you know, some people are very open in every way in their life. And I guess we're all on a same mountain, just climbing different yes. parts of it. And I, I guess, you know, I, I I don't know why some people can accept things and some can't. Like we we have a, uh, a specialist who comes into our clinic and does our ultrasound, and he'll come in and say, "Oh, this thing." you know, this is not going to live very long, you know, and um, it's got a cancer here, there or the other. And then I'll get an ultrasound done like six months later to check how things are going. And he'll say, oh, no, this is the wrong dog. This can't be the same dog. And I'll say, no, there it is. Look, and he'll just shake his head. But yet that man who's a very, very clever specialist uh, never really comes to me and says, how did you do that? Yeah.
0: Just
1: his head and smiles and just
0: amazing isn't it amazing it's amazing
1: it is and so he's busy in his life you know he's learned a whole lot of stuff and and we're all different like that you know I remember this was a difficult thing for me I remember when I was quite young and um, I knew that homeopathy was a very powerful thing and alternative medicine in general could do a lot of wonderful things and I but I thought oh well treating a cat abscess is a different matter you know the cat comes in. It's been bitten. It's got a big swelling filled with pus. And the idea is you open that and you give a heap of antibiotics, and it goes away. And it usually works okay. You know, not all the time. 80% of the time, the cat gets better. And I thought, oh, I can't do I can't do this anymore. And so I started using some homeopathics on it, and I would use things homeopathic medicines like HEPA, SELF or Silica. And all of a sudden, the things would go away without often even without opening up. But then a strange thing happened, which was these animals who had always gone out and fought other cats and continually got cat abscesses seemed to no longer be so aggressive, seemed to no longer go and get a cat abscess anymore. And I thought, now, hang on, I've treated something and, and it's worked and that's fine. But seemingly, by treating it in a correct manner, I've stopped the being from being so angry. I've stopped it from wanting to go and be territorial and fight the cat up the road. And this was a side effect, which was really quite amazing to me. And so now, you know, uh, when people come in, I, I look at the whole thing and I say, you know, they say, oh, it's fighting this dog and it's got this cancer and it's got that bad skin. And I look at all of it and I say, righto, what we're actually after here now is not just to fix the skin. I'm not interested in the skin. I'm not interested in the cancer. I'm interested in the whole being. And a lot of the time as I treat, the anger goes away, the cancer will improve, the skin will often begin to react strangely enough and 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 at that point i say well hang on we're no longer treating the anger we're no longer treating the cancer we're now treating the skin disease and then we'll move that off the body and that's proper cure but Mm. as for all vets embracing that it is a difficult road and even the ones that start it find it hard you know uh i've got um Four other vets who worked with me at my surgery on the sunshine coast at the natural vets and and uh, it, it, for them it's difficult you know they are often coming to me saying, "Well what can I do now what do you do now and and these are intelligent vets who are conscious and, and doing the best mm. they can using herbal medicine and homeopathics and acupuncture and every modality that we can do to strengthen a, a being mm. and them it's still really hard. And for me, every day, yes. job is not easy. I don't go in and look, oh, he's got an infection, he's an antibiotic, and off you go. Uh we have to, each time I have to go through the whole history, I have to be very conscious and I have to watch what it's doing. You know, see, I guess I'll put it that way that, you know, what song are you singing? And I try and and, and sing along with them if I can, you know, and if I can do that accurately and well, well things can improve even when they're seemingly in a, in a desperate, desperate state.
0: And (laughs) and I have to say, Henry, that is exactly what Michelle wrote when she submitted your name. She said, what Dr. Henry does is provide hope with such compassion and tenderness and refusing to give up while maintaining quality of life were her exact words. I have to ask you, you are providing this amazing gift to your clients and you as a perpetual learner are doing everything in your power to learn and apply to make your patients the healthiest versions of themselves. And you've had a long and very rich and fulfilling career. What do you love most about your work?
1: What I love most about it is, is the continual challenge. I mean, every Every vet can say, well, I want to see the animal get better, and I want to to see the owner happy, and and so on. I mean, every vet will say that, even ones using the antibiotics, you know, and the and the steroids. They they all they're all trying to help. Of course, they all are, and that's a that's a pat sort of answer. For me, you know, what I want is for actually, what turns me on in that regard is that people come in and they say, well. The cat's abs has got better, but now he no longer fights. And I go, whoa, this is kooky and this is wild, you know. But also each day to go in and and it's a real challenge. I can't just go to sleep and dispense drugs. I have to be really sharp. And so it's like going in each day and playing an intense game of chess. You have to watch, you have to listen, you have to think, you have to be conscious, you have to use everything at your fingertips um, when you're, trying to get cure and um and so it's that challenge and the result of that challenge so that's what is the good thing about my work i know i go in there i'm going to have to be on my game and 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 consequently at the end of that i feel good you know
0: henry if people are hearing or listening to this interview and they think I've never heard of this before, or this is, this resonates with me. This makes sense that I would not just treat a symptom that I would chase cure. And I will do the hard work. If people wanted to learn more about you or what you do, do you have a practice website?
1: Yes, we do. Our practice is called the natural beds and it's on the sunshine coast in Queensland, Australia. It's not very much sunshine at the moment it's a big flood, but, uh, yeah. mm. but uh, we we do uh, work for people all around the world these days. you know a lot of our clients are local and and from Australia, but we also do zoom uh, consults all it's over the beautiful. world beautiful
0: it's beautiful and what a lovely service it's wonderful that you can provide some teleconsulting the laws in the US and in many states don't allow that so what a beautiful gift that you're also able to help people internationally yeah. it's just amazing henry if you could with all that you've learned and that certainly you're still learning and all of these amazing resources and tools that you have gathered to make your toolbox as efficient at, as possible to hopefully affect cure, what would you want the world to know? Well, out of
1: all the things, and um, I'm an acupuncturist and we have, you know, we work alongside chiropractors here and, and, and we, we use Chinese herbs and Western herbs and, but really, and they're all good things and strengthening things, but they're really, really astounding and and wild things that I see in my practice happen from homeopathic medicine. And yeah. it's uh, you know it, it gets mixed responses, everyone, you know, often I wouldn't say I'm a homeopath, but it, because people laugh about it. but really, four hundred and eighty five million people in the world use homeopathic medicine. and yeah. um and it's wonderful. it's astounding. And every day, you know I've heard, other homeopaths say, Oh, look, I go off to work and I think this is kooky and weird. And I come home from work and I'm going, whoa, this is great. It's amazing. Mm. And astounding things happen in it. And it gladdens my heart. That there is such medicine in the world. And and everyone would really needs to know that. It's gentle, it's cheap, it's wonderful.
0: So that's that, that is wonderful. Your clients. Everyone that is blessed to be able to be under your care has to feel the same, that they are so indebted and grateful to have a doctor that comes into work every day saying, I have to figure out this problem. And the fact that you are as passionate as you are tells me that you are doing exactly what you are that you were put on this earth to do, and you're doing it beautifully uh, and so effectively and what a light you are to your clients, but also in terms of spreading information now internationally that you you can, through technology, be able to help animals internationally that are desperate for a bigger picture and desperate for an expert chess player. We are so thankful that Michelle nominated you for your Game Changer Award, and what a beautiful gift you are giving to the animal kingdom in terms of utilizing homeopathy and other non-toxic modalities to really make it your goal to cure your patients. It's beautiful. And we're so thankful that you are doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you.